You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. Let's get James McConey on the line for his usual Sunday conversation. How are you, James? I'm all right, Piney. Uh, I will not gloat. I'm not, I'm not here to rub it in, but um, that was quite a crucial game yesterday because I've got so many friends, a lot of them in the media, who support the Hurricanes. Ah, yes, yes, and well, I, I suppose I can. I, I, I think we can call one another friends. I hope we can. So I'm yes, counting indeed. myself, counting myself in that number. It was an extraordinary second half, twenty-five nil in the second half. Yeah, it was bizarre that one because I, I saw Fozzie in the stands, and I'm sure he was marking, um, you know, watching Damien McKenzie and giving him, you know, a sort of a tick and then a cross and then a tick and then a cross. It was so up and down. But there were only a couple of plays in it, and I'm sure that I've seen a, a Hurricanes line-out um, scuttle the team before. It might have been in a, in a game against the Crusaders once. So there was um, there was a, a, what do you call it, a 100-metre turnaround, wasn't it? But um, there were some standouts for me, and uh, uh, even though McKenzie, I thought, was great, I, I really caught the forwards, Peter Gus Solakula, Sam Kane, knowing that he has to get, um, get up because so many people love Artie. Everyone loves Artie. But then, you know, Cortez and Artem are coming on and just providing that spark that you always hope your players will do, and, and he was impressive. Peter Gus Solakula is fascinating to me because he played those two test matches at the beginning of last year, didn't he? And then he was, he, he was sort of banished, never to be seen again, and then we thought, well, um, he might go overseas. He's been good for the Chiefs this year, hasn't he? Well, that's the whole thing, Piney. Everybody wants a six-foot-four, six-foot-five ball-playing, brutal number six. And that's what he is now. And I think it is actually his best position. He can play eight. Uh, we all know that. But this is this is the thing. If you want those big bodies, if you want players who are actually going to um, scare people in the Northern Hemisphere, because most of the time, yeah, I mean, I, I think um, Artie's great. And I think Dalton, you know, needs to be in the conversation as well. But if you go on with another medium-sized loose forward, it'll just be, it will be a no contest against some of those big teams in the Northern Hemisphere. And just a, a, another word on Damien McKenzie. It's, it just seems so obvious that he has to be involved in the All Blacks somehow. But but what is that somehow? How do you get him in there? I think the way you see Damien, he, he, does, he can control the game at fullback, which, uh, you know, when they do talk about the double pivot, I think it is valuable. I think it's valid. He is a fullback to me. At, um, at test level um, I think he can play 10 at test level for sure but uh, just the way that he can kind of inject himself anywhere on the field into the game um, that, that's a great thing actually the one thing that I felt that was holding back the Hurricanes um, if I may be so bold is that Aidan Morgan is a really good number 10 and they need to give him the keys and let him run that team because I know he's young um, but at the moment you can tell every, all roads lead to Geordie and Geordie's outstanding and he will do offloads and kick passes, and he's got every little trick in the book. So it looks to have gotten quicker as well in that chase down with Nardawa. But then at some point, you've got to say to your 10, here's the keys, and it's your team now. Yeah, that's such a good point. And no sooner had you uh, begun to luxuriate in the seventh straight win for your Chiefs that you were able to watch the Warriors pick up their fifth win out of seven this season. They're going okay as well. I know, the Warriors just look so good. Um, the Montoya run is one for the ages. Just uh, Mount Smart is going off. We need uh, the games at Mount Smart. It's going to be a tough ticket to, to get because I've, I just feel with the Warriors being um, in that conversation for um, top you know, 
four, really, in the NRL. It's just a, you know that every game is going to be an absolute barn burner. There, there, there's, there's just a, a something great about what Andrew Webster has done. And, I mean, uh, you know, you think about those uh, those overseas coaches who come here and, you know, I know Daniel Anderson did a great job, Ivan Cleary, um, but, but it always felt like unfinished business. So if if, um, if Webster can do that, then then I'm happy to say goodbye to my best friend Ufuk Tale and say it's okay, mate. You can you can leave the country because we've got a new Messiah from Australia. Yeah, and just on Ufuk as well, and he'll be out here at Eden Park, uh, stalking his technical area in uh, in an hour or so. Uh, it wasn't a great surprise that he he announced he was leaving. It's kind of been talked about and murmured about and you know rumbled about for the last little while. Um, it it must be hard to come into a club after a guy like Ufuk Tale has been at the helm and stamp your own mark on it. But somebody's going to have to do that. What 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 do you see in the in the in the next year or so for the Wellington Phoenix post Ufuk Tale? Ufuk, as you know, was so good, but probably arguably the best offshore recruiter or scout that we've ever had. Um, the, the list of players, Davila, Zavada, Krajev, they're all just um, top shelf. So we actually do need somebody. I think the, the scouting part is is, is vital. It, Ufuk's definitely a grumpy guy, and the grumpy coaches, they, they, um, they can thrive. But if you watch any footage of, say, I'm just picking a grumpy coach like Wayne, Be- Wayne Bennett, you watch them after a game, and they're all dancing with Wayne Bennett in the changing rooms and just, you know, hanging off the guy and possibly endangering his health because he's 73. But the thing about it is he you, you can't just be um, a tough, grumpy coach anymore. You've got to have that softer side for players. So I think we need um, someone who who embodies that as well and can and can coach the modern, the modern player. I, I haven't got any names, Pony, but I could tell... Um, Ufuk was going to leave. I mean, you and I had a little conversation with him, I think, in the tunnel a few weeks ago where he was saying, well, the next person he takes over, and I'm like, okay, right, Um, we know that. But at the weekend, the last weekend, Zavada should have been given a penalty when he was clattered into um, against Melbourne City, and they showed Ufuk Tale, and I was going to, I thought for sure he was going to be effing and blinding, but not at all. He just shrugged his shoulders, and I went, he's leaving. He's not swearing. (laughs) He's not he's fully invested. He's not fully invested yeah. in the side. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, brilliant! And just before you go, uh, we had um, we had some Super Rugby in Arpia. I was a big fan of this. Were you? Yeah, I, I loved it. Um, it sounds like all the um, all the the hosts were sweating in places I've never sweated before. Uh, but it's just uh, awesome to see the the support there. Please, teams, go to Arpia. Go to Nukualofa when it's ready. Um, obviously, there's been those issues with the with the volcanic eruption, and and Tong is just sort of making its way back. But we need to see the games over there. It's just going to be so good for those countries. Um, and just on a side note, um, Miracle Fa'alangi is going to be an absolute superstar. But also um, a bouquet for my colleagues at Sky. Um, I know the post match interview is one of the toughest things you can do. You you get hit with a wall of cliches, but. I thought the team in Samoa were amazing with Miracle and his mum. Uh, Miracle uh, dedicated the game to his dad, who, who died three years ago on Friday, on that day. And then um, the week before, Laura McGoldrick, with uh, holding one of um, <laughs> Richie Mwonga's kids as, he's, as she's interviewing Richie, the man of the moment, after 100 games. I think they're taking post-match interviews to another level, Piney, so I'm going to have to go and work on my game.
Absolutely. Jacob Spoonley this afternoon. Perhaps we'll have to walk someone's dog or something out here on Eden Park to, to, to look to I'd try and compete. It. Yeah, I'd love to see it too. Always good to chat, mate. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll catch up again next Sunday. Cheers, Barney. Okay. Thanks, mate. You take care too, James. James McConey there, part of our Sundays and a really, really cool part of our Sundays around one forty-five every Sunday afternoon. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.